Hey guys, welcome back to Reclaim Victory Podcast, where we reclaim the victory we have through Jesus Christ. For anyone new, I'm Devin, your host, and this week we are into the second episode of Put Em Up series, talking about what it means to fully surrender to God. If you haven't watched our previous episodes, I recommend you go ahead and go do that. For one, it helps us, and two, you get to hear all our content. So let's go ahead and get started. Last week, we talked through the story of Abraham and Genesis and how he went from living his own life, doing what he wanted, to living a life fully surrendered to God. But that was him. That was back then, way back in the Old Testament. But what does that mean for us? Well, with this episode, we'll go into another story from the Bible, this time in the New Testament. The reason for this is there is a specific verse words that someone who participated in these events said that still holds true to this day. When we lay our lives out before God and fully surrender to Him. See, the story starts off with this man. And it starts off in a really interesting way because you could pretty much say he was born a caveman. The story is of a man was born in a cave, born in a situation that no king should have been born in, yet he was. And I'm sure you've guessed by now, this is the story of Jesus. Now we aren't going to cover his whole story today, though his whole story could be used to give an example of complete submission to God, because that's how he lived his life. Now, Today, we will only cover a tiny portion of his life, uh, the portion leading up to his death on the cross. By this time, Jesus had already been anointed by the woman in Bethany, the one who brought out the alabaster jar of expensive perfume to anoint him in preparation for his burial. By this time, Judas had already made the agreement to betray Jesus, turning him over to the authorities. By this time, they had already taken part in the Last Supper, where Jesus announced that one of them would betray him. The same Passover meal where he broke the bread, saying that it symbolized his body, and he drank the wine, saying it symbolized his blood. The very same night that he would be betrayed. But right before that is where our story starts of surrender. It begins in Matthew 26, verse 36. Then Jesus went to his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. He said, Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. 
The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away, unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping, because their eyes were heavy. So he left them, and went away once more, and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. You see, one, two, three. Three times saying, God, take it, take it from me, don't let me go through this. I don't want to go through this, I don't want, I. And see, throughout this whole time, he was praying, he was sweating blood. He was so stressed out that he was sweating blood. And he kept saying, I don't want to do these things God is calling me to do. I don't want to go through this. I don't want I. But did Jesus stop there? Nope. Not, a, not even close. He finished it off with, but let your will be done, not mine. How many of us stop at that first part? How many of us stop with the me, myself, and I, where we pray to God and are just like, God, please don't let me go through this. Please take this cup from me and please just let me not do this. And then we get out of the prayer and are like, okay, I don't have to do that anymore. Thank you, God. In reality, what happens when we do that, when we put the me, myself, and I first, when God asks of us to do something, we end up putting ourselves before God. We end up making ourselves idols and serving ourselves instead of God, submitting to ourselves instead of God. See, in order to fully submit to God, we can't stop at that first part. We can't stop with the me. We have to continue it to the end and submit to God, saying, But let your will be done, not mine. See, it's not selfish to pray that first part of the prayer, as long as you finish it with, But let your will be done, not mine. What happens in that little phrase at the end, as long as you mean it, is it takes the focus from being on yourself to being on God. It's saying, God, I really don't want to do this. It'll be painful. It won't be pleasant. I don't want to do this at all. But, but, if you want me to, if it is in your will, if you are asking me to do this task, I will do it because I am fully submitted to you, Father. In our day and age, as we go through it in a world full of people in a stage of me, myself, and I, the world that only thinks for itself and has no clue what is going on around them, a world full of people only focused on what I want and not what God wants, or even others for that matter. This is one thing we can do to reassure ourselves that we are fully submitted to God. Instead of being focused on the first part of that prayer, be focused on the second part. Be focused on what God wants, not us. 
because we are a flawed people. We are a sinful nation and we are imperfect. But God is perfect. He is sinless. He is holy, set apart from the rest. And his ways are far beyond ours. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for us, giving us the opportunity to come running back to you, God, to be able to have that relationship with you. God, we thank you for who you are, for your character, for your unchanging ways, because without that, we would not be able to get anywhere close to you. Your mercy, your grace, and your love. You are an amazing, awesome Father. You're perfect and unstoppable. Nothing stands in your way. We love you, Lord. And in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow us on social media, we have Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr. All three of those are at Reclaimed Victory Podcast. We also have a Twitter that we don't use very much, so be warned. But you can find us there at Reclaimed VP if you really want to follow it. And we also have merch now. If you want to buy a shirt or a hoodie or something, we've also got coffee mugs and posters and a whole bunch of other stuff. The Instagram for it is Reclaimed Victory Merch, and the store website will be in the description. All profits go to helping those in need. Thank you all again, and have a great day. Remember, Jesus loves you.